I'm your host, Dr. Evelyn. Today, I'll be talking about the prayer of agreement. Jesus made a very profound statement in Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, when he said, Again, I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they will ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Sometimes because of the limitations that we have as human beings, we find it very difficult taking God at his word. We will be surprised if we make a decision to take the limit of God and for um, to act in line with what he has said when he says that I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Therefore, the prayer of agreement will work for us under the following conditions. I want to share with you about four conditions under which the prayer of agreement will work. The first condition is that there must be at least two people who agree. An agreement means to be in one accord. There shouldn't be any doubt on either side. We must all be on the same page. And the prophet Amos puts it this way in Amos chapter 3, verse 3. He said, can two walk together except they agree? The second condition that must be fulfilled is that those who are um, doing the agreement, they must be on earth. They should be resident on the earth. As long as they are on the earth, it can be anywhere in, on the earth because there is no distance in prayer. So we are not limited by geographical boundaries. For instance, if you are in Mexico and I and I am in the United States. We can call on Skype or phone and agree concerning anything and it shall be done for us. The third principle that Jesus talked about in this scripture is that we should ask anything. And I think sometimes that's where the hesitation comes. But the Bible says that with God, nothing shall be impossible. But sometimes we also want to understand if God said anything, what are the things that we can ask and the things that we cannot ask? One of the principles of Bible interpretation is that whatever interpretation or meaning you are giving to a scripture, you have to make sure that that lines up with when you look at other scriptures, it lines up. Jesus said in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing shall be established. So in the light of that um, principle, we can look and define what Jesus meant when he said anything by looking at other scriptures. So one of the scriptures I want us to take a look at is John chapter 15, verse 7. Jesus said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Therefore, whatever we are agreeing for must be in line with God's word. Another scripture that we can take a look at, which will give us even cover more grounds for us and help us um, understand 
the things that we can also ask God for, we see that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. The Apostle Paul said, Finally, brethren or believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good report, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things and implant them in your heart. And I'm reading from the Amplified um, Version. These scriptures give us light and understanding of the yastic we can use when you are thinking about the things to ask God for. Because I have heard about pastors who will pray with their congregation members to smuggle cocaine or other illegal drugs because they said, if two shall agree concerning anything. My dear friend, God will never aid you to do evil. In James chapter 1, verse 17, we read, every good and perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of light, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation or shadow of turning, for he is perfect and never changes. So in the light of the scriptures that I've just shared with you, I'll give you a couple of examples that will kind of give you some prep for some of the things you can agree with your um, prayer partner for. I want to pose the questions, then we'll find the scriptures. The first one is, do you desire to be married? The Bible says that marriage is honorable and the marriage bed should not be defiled. Do you desire to be healed? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Do you need to find work? The apostle Paul said, he who will not work, don't let him eat. He encourages the believers to work so you will have and be able to also help other people as well. Do you desire to have children? Even though the doctors say it is impossible to, for you to have children. But we know from the scriptures that children are a blessing from the Lord and blessed is the one who has his quaver full of them. Even under the Old Testament, the law provided that there should be none buried among the children of Israel, not even their cattle or their sheep. In the same way, when you want to agree with somebody, you must find the scriptures that support what you desire. And based on those scriptures, you go to God in prayer. The third condition for the prayer of agreement to work is that ask the Father. Ask the Father. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. When we act on God's promises, it brings results. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. We have to do our part and God will move on our behalf to do his part. Sometimes 
I mean, you look at the situation from the human perspective and it looks impossible. So you feel crippled and you don't even feel like asking. But I will share with you this testimony. I remember that was my first time in the United States. A pastor had invited um, our pastor friend and then he told him, okay, I'm coming with my wife and my um, pastor friend and the wife. So there are four of us coming in my the team that you have invited to come minister. It was a convention in the United States. We were then, I was then living in Ghana, West Africa. So we came down to the States. When we came, oh, we were supposed to spend a week. They treated us like royalty. They had booked this five-star hotel. I mean, everything was perfect. We got a call from the church office, fill at home. You can go for breakfast, lunch, supper. There, were, there was a fridge in our room, starved to overflowing. He said, fill at home, no restrictions whatsoever. So guess what? We indeed filled, uh, we felt at home. We knew that the Lord had filled our mouth with good things. And we were grateful. But then on Saturday, we're supposed to check out on Monday. On Saturday, when we came down to the lobby, we had um, the hotel manager call us to the counter. And then when we went, um, he's like, we just got a call from the church office. They will be paying for the pastor friend that they invited and the wife. But you and your wife, you will have to pay for yourselves. The church said they would not cover your bill. And then we were looking at each other. This was a huge bill, a five-star hotel. And mind you, I wasn't living in the United States. We had to change dollars on the black um, exchange market or black market to come. And the dollar to our city, I mean, way pulls apart. So it's a very huge expense for us to pay bills in dollars at that time. And now they are telling us, we are checking out on Monday and they are telling us, you will have to pay your bill, which was a couple of thousands. You can imagine how we felt. I'm telling you, my dear friend, that day, Saturday, Sunday, we seized, we weren't even eating from the, um, the restaurant because we knew all of that will go on our bill and we don't have the money. So then my husband is like, so Evelyn, what are we going to do? We're looking at each other. What can we do? We knew about the prayer of agreement. So when we got up the Sunday morning before we went to church, we said, you know what? Let's agree that God will pay this bill. We don't know how that will happen. We are going to be leaving tomorrow, but let's believe God that every dime will be paid and that we will leave this hotel richer than we came in. And so based on Matthew 18, 18, we held hands and we prayed. And then we left for church service. I took a step further. I had some $20 on me. I said, Lord, I'll put this as a seed in the offering when it, um, it's time for offering. So we went to church. You can imagine the whole time that the preaching is going on, you are just sitting still, believing God that, 
Lord, you will not put us to shame. This bill will be paid because we, we don't have the money. We have just about a quarter of what we were supposed to pay. And then whilst the service was going on, just after the preaching had ended, we saw the host pastor as it was time for prayer. We were sitting, you know, pastors, we were all sitting together. Then I, I saw that he started crying. He was crying so much and he's like, Lord, I'm changed. Lord, I'm changed. That was all that he kept saying. I didn't know what that was about, but he cried for the rest of the service. And then service was, was over. They invited us to go out for lunch. Whilst we are eating, you still have this thing lingering on your mind. And nobody had said anything to us as at that point. We walked back to the hotel to find out from them that, okay, so for the two of us, how much is our bill? Because we wanted to also make sure we call some friends that we have in the States to see if they can help us settle the bill. When after you have prayed, you must also take steps and believe God to open doors. So we went over, so we will get the um, actual bill and get ourselves ready. My dear friend, when they looked at um, the bill, they looked through the books. He said, yeah, you are in room, so, so, and so. You are Reverend, so, so, and so. He said, yes. He said, yeah, you don't have any bill to pay. He said, no. We are not talking about our friend and then we mentioned our, our pastor friend's name. We are not talking about them. We are Reverend so-so-and-so. We are asking about our bill. He said, yes. We got a call from the church office just this afternoon that they, we shouldn't take any dime from any of you. So every bill is paid and you guys can still go ahead and um, just fill at home. That's the, the call that we got from the church office. Beloved, you can imagine our, it's not like we don't believe God can do it. It was that quick that we were amazed at the power of God. It was then that I knew that when we saw him crying in service, I guess the Lord was speaking to his heart. The Lord intervened spoke to his heart that you can't have guests and decide we will pay for this and not pay for that. Pay for them. And that was exactly what the church did. But you remember that the other part of the prayer was that, Lord, we will live here richer than we came in. We had already made calls around that this is the situation. So the friends that can help us should. That same afternoon, right after we had come back to our hotel room, we had one of our friends who are living in the States, the husband and the wife. They gave us a call and said, Pastor, we are coming over to see you guys. We want to visit with you before you leave back home. So they drove all the way. They were in Maryland. They drove to Norfolk, Virginia and came to see us. And beloved, when they also came, they came with a great financial um, gift. It could have paid for the um, bill that we owed at the hotel and still leave us with money. Did you see what the Lord did? He paid the bill, gave us more money, sent us away richer than we came in. Beloved, I share these things so that you will know that God is real. God is in this business of honoring his word. 
If only you would dare to believe God, you will see his glory. But many times we don't even, we, we limit God with our minds and we hinder him from working in our lives. There is no God, I mean, there is no word of God, as the scriptures have said, that is void of power. He's watching over his word to perform it. And um, if you are hearing my voice, I will urge you, if you don't have a prayer partner, please find one. Elijah prayed by himself because the Bible says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. But the Bible also says in Deuteronomy chapter 30, that one will put a thousand to flight. Um, the scripture reference, if you want to check it, sorry, is Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 30. It says that how can one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight? Meaning you can do 10 times as much with someone agreeing with you. It is amazing that sometimes the enemy works so strategically and brings disunity. So then we are walking um, by our own and, and doing things on our own. It is good to some extent, but you can do more if you are two or three. And especially for husbands and wives, form the habit of becoming prayer partners. A lot of the things that go on in marriage is if husbands were born together with their wives as prayer partners, a lot of the problems will be solved because the family that prays together, it is said, stays together. And for um, the partnership, the Bible says that we also must flee from all appearance of evil. So I will encourage you that um, the ladies form partnership with your lady friends, the guys, form partnership with your guy friends until maybe you come to that place where you are married partners and of course you pray together. Today we have learned that God's word works and that for the prayer of agreement to happen, there are four things that we must do. You must find someone to agree with you, number one. Both of you must be resident on the earth Find a scripture in line with what you are going to ask and ask the Father in Jesus' name. The prayer of agreement will work for any believer who would dare to believe God and to take God at his word. Thank you for listening. Check our Facebook page for more information. Listen to Dr. Evelyn Ministries podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms. God bless you.